Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another PNY Pro podcast. As always, I'm your host, Derek. And I'm Jerome. And we have a special guest with us today, and we're going to be diving into something new that's going to be offered by PNY. Uh, his name is Chuck, and he's been with us for over 15 years now. Thank you for uh, being on the podcast with us, Chuck. It's a pleasure to be here, Derek. Nice. And today, we're actually going to be talking about the NVIDIA IGX Orange system. NVIDIA IGX Orin DevKit is an industrial-grade edge AI platform that combines enterprise-level hardware, software, and support. Purpose-built for industrial and medical edge computing, IGX gives organizations the performance, durability, security, and safety they need to take AI to the edge. IGX features programmable safety extensions, commercial OS support, and powerful AI software that let organizations confidently deliver AI safely and securely to support human and machine collaboration. All right, Jerome, so I know we, we are going to dive into NVIDIA IGX Orin. It's a new product for PNY. We're super, super excited. Again, Chuck, we're excited to have you here because I know you are the expert here in this system, and we're looking to learn more about it. So what can you say about the NVIDIA IGX Orin system? NVIDIA IGX Orin is a powerful edge AI system. It's part of a holistic approach to industrial, artificial intelligence, and healthcare. Okay. And I noticed too, like they mentioned in the system, Jerome just talked about too, is like they say like edge at the AI yeah. and everything. What exactly Edge, edge are our devices. Uh, for instance, if you're in a hospital and you've mm-hmm. had surgery and now you're in your hospital bed, currently hospital beds have anywhere from 10 to 15 edge devices incorporated into them. What this means is it's right at the edge of your uh, IoT, the internet of things. So okay. they talk to each other. They observe the patient. They see what he's doing. And because it's at the edge, that means it's right at the edge. It processes there. You have real-time results. After surgery, the system can generally tell you how the patient's doing. Wow. I mean, it will see how he's moving. Yeah. See if he's drinking or eating. Is he watching TV? Is he laughing while he's watching TV? Hmm. That's kind of a simplification. But it's just the beginning of this new approach that is just revolutionizing healthcare right. everywhere. Yeah, so I guess on that, that basis then, so with this system, like what is the ideal market then? Like what, if I was a customer coming to PNY, just I need a system, what would you know the, the NVIDIA IGX Orange system be like good for? Like what markets? Uh, in the healthcare markets, it's a laundry list. Uh, medical imaging, let's say anything from X-rays to MRIs. You can have the system look at the images all the way down granular to the individual pixels, and it will pick out the tumors in the MRI scans, anomalies in the x-rays, and it will do it quickly and efficiently. This enhances the patient care, which is what it's all about. Uh, Robotic surgery. There's several different ways robotic surgery works. There are edge robotic surgery tools that work uh, – Right alongside the surgeon in the operating theater. Mm. They will help guide him. There are devices for fluorescent surgery, such as the Magic Leap goggles. I remember talking about that earlier. Yes, I'm very interested to learn and talk about that too. Yes, and and, and the way that works is once you program it, you, you go ahead and you feed it. Tens upon tens of thousands to millions of images. You teach it what is right and what should not be there. Mm, Now, I'm going in. I'm not a surgeon, so I shouldn't be going in. So (laughs) the the surgeon is going in, say, to someone's heart. They're going to crack the chest, go in there and put in a stent. Through the glasses, 
they will be able to see in real time the blood flow. It can actually help guide the scalpel. And it just makes things efficient. Surgeries can take hours. Yeah. Yeah. I I once broke my leg and Mm -hmm. it was six hours in surgery to put it back together. Mm, Wow. You have to assume that the doctor by that point is exhausted. Right. So with these edge devices, uh, whether it be robotic surgery enhancements, whether it be the fluorescent surgery, it's going to help him. If he's getting tired and missing something, it'll point it out. Okay. So that human and robotic surgeon work completely in unison, mm. together, seamlessly. Yeah. I think that's a really interesting point because I know that AI all across the board, some people initially were like, oh, I feel like AI is going to take over and replace jobs. But the thing is that this is mainly used to enhance jobs and to be able to work hand in hand with these people that need it. Exactly. What it's going to do is it's going to make everything more efficient, whether it be healthcare and robotic surgery. Robotic surgical tools may not just be there right in the operating room with the doctor. Let's say you're in a war zone and you have a patient Mm -hmm. and you have someone that operating on them in in a mobile hospital situation. Uh, The actual surgeon, if he's not there, can remotely perform (laughs) some of the procedures. Uh, Endoscopy, much faster. uh, Keyhole surgery, uh, where they just make a tiny incision and go in. Right now, Siemens is experimenting with that. Uh, I read recently that with Orin, uh, we've had a robotic surgeon go in through. They were using uh, pig cells mm. and testing for uh, latroscopy, and it and it's working great. Mm. Okay. So aside from like the medical field, um, what else is like industrial? Is this more for industrial or uh, industrial? You know? It is perfect. Okay. Think of the factory of the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Factories right now, you walk through them, there are robotic arms moving, there's belts moving, there's mm-hmm. pneumatic devices suctioning up things and putting them in places. And right now, every one of these robots have safety fi- features that are reactive. What we do is we enhance that with three layers of safety. So absolutely, you have the initial layer, but you also have predictive, it sees what's coming, and proactive. So maybe it doesn't have to shut the machine down. Maybe it just has to slow the arm. Mm. And while it's doing that, it's talking to every other machine, the entire IoT in that factory. Mm. And a lot of this started with the autonomous driving. Uh, I know everyone here has probably seen what what the computer sees or it's putting little boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Factory floor, the exact same thing. Mm. Yeah. So for manufacturing, we will increase the safety bubble. And okay. in doing so, they may, it may replan out your factory floor and allow a couple of more machines in there. Mm. So for that case, then we talked about before, Jerome, is like, I guess, the digital twins. I know you have NVIDIA Omniverse, right. which is a great software. Oh, so I'm guessing this system is something that can utilize that. And like you're saying, for safety and precautions, mm-hmm. like this robot's coming through this lane, but then it detects something and it shuts down. That's something that you can see within a digital twin of your factory, Absolutely. make sure it's all working correctly before you break ground and actually get things going. Yeah. yeah. The, the Amazon warehouses where they do fulfillment, most of those are becoming completely automated where the only thing a human is doing right now is checking what's in the box. Hmm. And there's someone, could be in the same building, could be in another state or country who has a digital twin of that warehouse 
who sees where every employee is. Mm. These machines are smart. Several years ago, we worked on an application for the uh, gift shop on Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, a lot of tourists, a lot of people going through there, a lot of theft. Mm, so they yeah. wanted to know, is there anything we can do for loss prevention? So we set them up with uh, some ProVis cards. We set them up with the right people at NVIDIA and with Willie. And we put it all together. And now an employee walks in. They no longer have to go and punch in. Mm. The, the system recognizes when they get there. It recognizes when they're working. It makes a visual record of every cash transaction. It keeps mm. track of all the inventory in that little gift shop. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's also interesting, too. And that kind of reminds me of I was down in New York City with family, just, you know, just roaming around or whatever. And I was like, oh, there's a new Amazon store. Yeah. Nobody inside. Yeah. You see all the shelves, everything full. I'm like, where, where's the people working here? Mm-hmm. You know, someone can go in there to take whatever they want. But yeah, all you do is like, it's just, it's autonomous. It's in the sense of you walk in, it scans mm-hmm. you, you have to have your prime, prime membership yeah. and then it just builds you there. Like it knows you walked in, what you took, exactly. you walk out and then boom, you're, you're billed for it. So like, I think that's exactly. another like example for that, which yeah. is, it's mind-blowing that we're getting to that point where, again, we're just in the beginning. Yeah, it's only right. going to advance from here. It, it's it started. I mean, I yeah. can pay for something with my phone now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a phone in my pocket. Right. I mean. Why bring a wallet anymore? Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Well, like for a driver's license. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's, right. yeah. That's about it. And I don't think we're that far away from mm-hmm. when we're going to be allowed to have the digital license and proof of insurance and everything right in my phone. Mm. I actually do. They just won't take it if they pull me over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not yet anyway, but it's coming. That's where you are. Yeah, you that's know. really interesting. Speaking of tickets, uh, using the, the same software you, you would use for a factory floor, Metropolis, mm. and that software stack comes with the Orin IGX system. Okay. That's a, that's software can run a city. You go plug it into your traffic cameras right now, and it will start retiming them. Wow. It will oh. keep track. Uh, eventually, you'll have drones just going up and down city streets, picking out which cars need a parking ticket, or maybe their registration has lapsed. <laughs> Call a tow truck. You know, we're not too far from the tow truck being autonomous. Wow. Just picking up the car. Jeez. Wow, that's that actually pretty mind-blowing to see all the different changes that can take place just through this one system to be able to kind of revolutionize even safety in a way and build yeah. and adapt to you know healthcare needs as well as um, just in regular autonomous everyday needs, whether you're putting something in a shopping cart and it scans it and taking it back out and realizing that you took this out based off of you pulling it out. Like it's, exactly. it's insane. I yeah, think we're there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're, again, if you're just listening to the audio version, definitely head over to the PMI Pro YouTube channel so you can see, like, we actually have one of the systems right here in front of us mm-hmm. on the table. It's small form factor. It's a really, really nice system. Yeah. So that leads me into hardware. You know, what what GPU or what what you know architecture is this running off of? Well, the the main the main brain in this system is an Jetson Orion. Uh, system on a chip, SOC. Okay. And that's a full GPU, a full system in there. It's enhanced with memory. There's an SSD that we put in there. And there's a special RTX A6000 card, which has a special custom BIOS designed to work with the dev kit okay. and enhance it. And if 
the dev kit, once it's put together, it's beautiful to look at. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. It's I love small. It. And with everything in there, it's only going to weigh about 8,000 grams, about 17 pounds. Okay. Maybe a little bit more, under 80. Yeah. And then again, if you're listening, definitely check out the video because if you're someone like me, I love small form factor. I love yeah. seeing small systems. Just yeah. Getting, I actually just seen systems getting smaller and mm-hmm. packing in more hardware and more power and a small footprint, which is awesome. Definitely check it out if you um, are not watching us on YouTube. So you can see it in person. I actually have a cup next to it for yeah. scale. And here, I'll even put a pin next to it, like here for a height of that. It's, yeah. It is it is tiny. It is very small. And see all the powerful things that you can do with just that. It's well, it, it's versatile. It, yeah. It's designed for future industries. Right. It's designed to help the collaboration of human and robot working side by side. Yeah. So you mentioned the car, uh, the GPU earlier. So that's Ampere based uh, as of right now. Yes. Again, it's something new for us. It's it's supporting Ampere. What about Ada? Is that something? Maybe uh, in the not future? at this time. Not this time. Not okay. At this time, possibly in the future. Right now, you have to understand that while most of the architecture in there is based on Ampere, mm-hmm. the Jetson Orin is the latest and greatest. Yeah. It mm-hmm. replaces the Xavier unit that we had in the uh, Clara AGX, which was solely for medical. This, of course, is for medical. It comes with a software stack called Holoscan. Okay. For industrial, Metropolis. Mm, And it's ready to go out of the box. I've had some folks using it that don't even know how to code. Mm, And they're getting through it. It's designed for ease of use. And another great thing about it is it's designed for long-term support. Okay. NVIDIA and, and we will be supporting this for 10 years. Wow. Mm. Okay. Chuck, so does this have networking support as well? Yes. It actually comes built in. Let me turn this around and show you. But it has an NVIDIA Connect X7 in there. Mm. That's 100 uh, GB. It's fast. It's efficient. It has full inputs. Basically, if we took this now and tied it into our security system here, I'd give it about a week before we wouldn't have to scan our cards at the door anymore. Oh, wow. So it'll be like kind of like that Amazon store in New York City. You can walk through the door. Hey, it's Jerome walking through. It's Derek. He walked in at 9 a.m. And then Obi went out, lunch. That facial recognition is all across the board. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure we'll be there. If we had the system now, it's only a matter of time. So, And everything's getting better and faster. So what about drug discovery? How does that tie into this as well? Or an IGX uh, AI can accelerate drug discovery by taking a look on a molecular level. It can tell you what drugs are going to interact with. And we even have had some customers preparing to simulate drug trial outcomes wow. in the machine. I have one customer right now that is going to be using it. They build these uh, shacks, these little buildings that trains go through at high speed. They have super high resolution cameras in there. Okay. Cameras photograph the trains. They take all the data, compress it, analyze it, and they know what needs to be serviced, what's getting ready to fail before. So preventative maintenance. And here's the thing. When they came to us back when we had Clara, and that was mainly for medical, but we started discussing this with them, they just wanted the system to compress the video so Mm. that they could then send it to be analyzed. Mm. Let's eliminate that. Let's analyze it right here, right at the source in real time. And that's the other thing. Because it's at the edge, it's right there. You're not sending it somewhere to process. Mm. That's why you can pop on those goggles and see your patient and see what's going on inside him. That's why 
when you're doing medical imaging, it's going to see what's going on there before you or the person that reads the x-rays does. So going back to medical then, during the operating table, as you mentioned earlier, your example was open heart surgery, and you have these these goggles or glasses on that you can see in real time, I guess, in the sense of like an augmented reality. Yes, that's that, exactly what it is. That could almost be color-coordinated then, right? Is that oh, what I mentioned? So Fluorescent like, surgery. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yes, yes. Fluorescent surgery. So you pop it on and organs, let's say if they have cancer, you've, you've pre-programmed it. So if you're the doctor, you know what it's going to do. But let's say you want cancer to be bright green. Okay. Mm. Okay. You want a good flood, blood flow to be pink. Mm-hmm. You want restricted blood flow possibly to be yellow or black. Mm. And it will see that and it will help by analyzing all of this in real time like that. It will make the surgery more efficient. When the, when the patient's done, as I said, we've got edge devices on the bed. There's edge devices everywhere now. Yeah. And they can remote monitor the patient. And for security, the security on this is as tight as it can be. There are several levels of security. And patient records are secure. Real-time monitoring data is secure. So, yeah, I think that's, that's the way to go. I mean, yeah. that, that is the way everything's going, just as real-time as possible for patients. Mm. Try to help, you know, get in and get out. So, like, if it is open-heart surgery, not there for four or six hours, if you can cut that in half. And if they are there recovering, for four to six hours, yeah. you've now got – uh, a surgeon who's enhanced. Maybe his eyes are getting tired after six hours. Yeah. It's going to help him zoom in on something and see exactly where that scalpel should go. And robotic surgery can actually be the robot performing surgery. We've come a long way since the Da Vinci surgical robot. I have We have one, uh, one user right now that is working on a surgical robot for Battlefield. Okay. And the, the urgency there is, yeah. First of all, you want to save someone's life, but I'm here and the battlefield's on the other side of the world mm-hmm. or a couple of hundred meters away and or miles. It, it doesn't matter. But what's going to happen is at some point, the signal may drop for a second. And as the robotic learns, um, it finishes the stitching for you. Wow. Yeah. It, it basically knows what's coming next. And while we aren't quite there yet, we're almost there. I mean, a lot of uh, successful hysterectomies were performed with Da Vinci. Wow. Yeah, like I said, I mean, if we're not there right now, yeah. I mean, it's only a matter of time with the, the advancement of AI and just the compute power and the mm-hmm. hardware, everything that's available to just us as individuals or even at the enterprise level, it's just only going to continue to advance from here on mm-hmm. out. Right. It's, it's a beautiful new world. Yeah, it is. So does this tap into generative AI as well on some of the ends or not as this much is as not, other? This is not generative. Mm-hmm. Generative AI is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when I was in high school, I went to IBM and we worked on their version of a program called ELISA, mm-hmm. uh, which was a conversational software, similar to ChatGPT, but not nearly as smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was interesting. It was, but again, the way ChatGPT works, it's not smart. It's fast. It has a big memory. And it's, when it's writing, when it puts down a word, it goes and looks and says, generally, what is the next word hmm. and the next? So generative AI is a completely different ballgame than this. Hmm. Okay. This is more for safety, yeah, efficiency, mm-hmm. healthcare, life improvement all the way around. 
Yeah. Perfect. I think that's, I think that's really good to know the two distinctions between what generative AI focuses on and what this specifically focuses on. So people can really know that this is what you would use for any type of medical field, um, industrial industrial field as well. So you can really focus their attention on this. Yeah. Well, Chuck, we want to thank you so much. I think we just yeah. packed a lot of information into one episode. <laughs> we did. And I'm sure we're going to probably get some questions. If you have any questions for Chuck, we can always get him back on another episode and expand mm-hmm. on this even further. Sure. And if anyone is interested in the Orin IGX system, whether it be for healthcare or industry, give me a call. <laughs> we'll I plug them in down below or something. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Just throw my desk phone up there. Yeah, py.com forward slash professional. Yeah. You'll find go. us there. Exactly. So with that all said, again, we really appreciate it. Thank you for your time. And Jerome, uh, let everybody know. How can they find us? So you can follow us on all of our social media accounts at PNY Pro. Or you can also listen to our podcast on YouTube, as well as your favorite podcasting platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, as well as SoundCloud. Great. Well, again, Chuck, thank you so much for your time. And we look forward to having another episode with you. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, And, you know, folks should also know if they do call, whether it's for this or any of our other professional products, we don't just sell you a product. We help you spec it in. We make sure it's the right product for the application. And we're there once you get it to help you out. Perfect. Sounds good. Perfect. All right. right. Have a good one, guys. Take care. A pleasure, my friends. Thank you.